Hey mamas, welcome back. Today I'm going to talk a little bit about the idea of as a mom parenting our differently able children, are we super mom? And it's something that I think people might have a little bit of differing opinions on. And I just want to kind of talk that out. What does scripture say about it? And, you know, just having an open conversation about are we actually super mom? Why do people feel the need to say that? Let's just have an open conversation about it. So let's get started. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently able children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. Okay, so I have heard so many people say And I hear this a lot. I have, you know, several children who have specific needs. And so people will say to me a lot things like, I don't know how you do it. You're super mom. You know, um, just I'm sure you've heard (laughs) varying phrases that basically say the same thing, which is um, that your life looks very difficult and I don't know how you handle it. And I had several children very close together as well. So and twins. So on top of that, you know, I was, I was dealing with multiple children and they were all very small. So outside of the realm of special needs, I also heard it because of that. And then when you added in the, the delays and things like that, obviously I, I've just heard that phrase a lot and I'm actually not really that big of a fan of it. And I know that that might sound weird because, you know, a lot of times we feel unseen and we feel like people don't actually understand the struggles that we're dealing with. But I actually think that the phrase, that I feel like that phrase or that mentality is actually kind of divisive (laughs) and not intentionally divisive, but I think that it puts us at a place where it's almost us versus other people who live more of a typical lifestyle. And so I don't find that very helpful if I myself am being told by people, oh, wow, like you live a very difficult life. And I kind of embrace that idea like, oh, my goodness, yeah, I do live a very difficult life. And I feel like it can kind of start to get us down this spiral of feeling sorry for ourselves or of just feeling like these people, they don't understand what my life looks like and they really can't relate. And clearly they're over there feeling sorry for me. And, you know, I actually like my life. I feel like I do a good job of managing it. Just there can be so many different things that can be brought up. And I do want to say, I'm not saying anything bad about someone who makes this statement. I think a lot of times it's someone's way of trying to show that they are, you know, compassionate, compassionate towards like our life situation, or they want to recognize that we are trying our best and doing a very good job. So I'm not saying it as in like a way of nitpicking people or saying if someone says that I'm going to be offended or upset. It's not that at all. It's actually more of the fact of if someone says that to me, what do I do with that information? So 
that statement, how will it change my thoughts? How am I going to perceive it? Am I going to look at it and say, wow, like it could almost even kind of puff me up with a little bit of pride. Wow, I am super mom. I do so amazing. And I juggle all of these different things. And, you know, it can kind of get us to where we're really just starting to kind of lift ourselves up. And there's nothing wrong with being honest about the fact that we are doing a good job. That's that's not what I mean either. And that's why I said this this topic can be a little tricky because I think it's very nuanced. And so it's not necessarily like a black and white uh, situation. And I think that it's very important for us to come from the stance of what does scripture say about it? Am I actually a super mom? Am I living this, you know, extremely heroic life because I'm caring for my children? And I don't think the answer is yes. (laughs) And I know that may make some people mad, but I think we all love our kids and we are doing what any loving parent would do, which is to try to give our kids the best, to try to provide for them. And that looks different. So it may look different than someone else's life and parenting, but that doesn't mean that I'm superior at it. It just means that I have had extra challenges that I've had to overcome. And I think just looking at it from that perspective has helped me personally to not feel so isolated as if, wow, I'm this person who lives this really hard life and I, I'm not like everyone else. My family doesn't look like everyone else. And so I'm over here off on my own in this own little segment while everyone else is is doing all these other typical things. I just don't find that mindset to be extremely helpful. And, you know, people will say that God gave you your children because he knew you could handle them. And I, <laughs> I say God gave me my children because he knew I needed them. He knew that I needed them in order to grow and to mature and to develop compassion and understanding and skills that I've never had before. So yes, you know, obviously God equips me to parent my children, but I don't feel as if I'm some special person because I have children who have special needs. I feel like I'm a mom just like anyone else, doing the best I can, messing up, <laughs> trying again, and that's okay. I mean, I don't, yes, is, is, a, is are there struggles? Absolutely. But there are struggles in anything in life. Are there specific challenges? Yes. Can it be very isolating? Yes. All of that. And also, I'm still just a normal mom doing the best I can. You know, I have grown tremendously as a person, as a human, as a parent because of my kids. And it took us several years to get pregnant. And I look back now and I'm like, oh, the wisdom of God, because he knew that I needed maturity, that I needed growth, that I needed healing. And that's why he waited to give me my children. And that's okay. I mean, thank goodness for the wisdom of God. Thank goodness that he doesn't give me what I want when I want it all the time because he sees and knows better. And I am so thankful, even in the hard stuff, I am so thankful that my children have had these extra challenges because I feel like it has helped them and it has helped me. It has influenced others around us in our community. You know, God can use all of these things for his good and he does. And I see that every single day with my kids. 
And so I'm so thankful for them. And I am so humbled that God chose me to parent them because I know my shortcomings and I know my failings and I know how God has used them to help me grow. And I hope that I, and that's the goal as a parent, is for me to grow in order to help them to mature and to be, become healthy, amazing adults as well. But this idea that I'm super mom and I, because I handle all of these different things and I come up against these challenges with my children and I face them, you know, or like the saying that God doesn't give you more than he, than you can handle. So therefore he must've known you can handle this. I also don't think that's true. I think, and I feel like scripture supports the fact that God actually does give us more than we can handle. And it's because he wants us to rely on him and because it is part of that sanctification process. He's trying to grow us and to shape us to be more like him. And I have found in my journey of parenting my children, whether typically developing or not, it has been one of the most growing and sanctifying processes of my life. And it's because I do love my kids and I have a desire to be better for them, to offer them better, and then to do better as well. And so it's that love that motivates us so the idea of, you know, I'm a super mom because I handle all of these things. Well, I feel like most parents would do the exact same if they were in my situation. You know, it's love that motivates us. We love we love our kids. And it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful picture because it's God's love that motivated him to, you know, die on the cross for us, to care for us every single day. It's just such a beautiful picture. and. You know, God is using our parenting to help us to be more like him. So I don't think that it's this idea of, you know, God knew you could handle them. I think God knew in his infinite wisdom that I needed these specific challenges in order to grow to be the parent that he would have me to be. I think he knew that I would have a heart to desire to help my kids and I do. And I think, he, you know, he knows that. He knew I would do anything I could to help my kids. And so, yes, did he place them with me? Absolutely. But I don't think it makes me something special. I think I'm just like anyone else. You know, like I said earlier, I do, I fail. I fall short. And yet, I keep trying. You know, it's God's grace that drives me to keep trying, even when I fail. Even when I have to go to my children and apologize and tell them I'm sorry because I've handled something wrong. You know, it, we have to show humility in our parenting. And then we have to remember that it is because of God's grace that we are even where we're at. And maybe we're not where we want to be. Well, most of us aren't where we want to be on our parenting journey. Most of us, if not all of us, have not arrived. So just know you're in good company. <laughs> but remember that we're not, we're not depending on ourselves to be the perfect parent. It is God's grace that gives us the desire to be better. And then it's also God's grace that trans that transforms us to be better. I'm so thankful for that. It's not something that I, f I feel like when we come at it from this super mom standpoint, it can kind of give way to, I think it can give way to a couple of different things, but one would be pride and feeling like we are just mastering everything and we're doing everything so wonderfully. 
Or I think it can actually give way also to a little bit of self-pity because then we start thinking about all the things we do handle and how no one else has to do this. And, you know, I wish better for my kids. Why can't this be better? Why aren't we seeing enough progress? All of these different things. And I, I just don't think that either of those avenues are helpful for actually growing as a mom, for actually helping our children, for actually showing up as a parent in the way that we want to parent and in a way that honors and glorifies Jesus. And that's where we have to come back to. We know that our hope and our strength is not in ourselves. It is in in Jesus. And that's the beautiful thing, you know, as especially, you know, as you're trying to switch to like a more natural lifestyle, a lot of times we come at it from the standpoint of like, we're going to try to see amazing progress for our kids. And I, I have, I have seen amazing progress for my kids. It's wonderful. But the thing that, the, the thing that God constantly reminds me of is that my hope for my children is not in living a natural lifestyle or this supplement or that supplement. My hope for my children, no matter what the outcome, no matter if we see progress or we don't, they are beautiful and loved exactly the way they are. And my hope is in God. It is not in any kind of solution. It is in God and in trusting in his wisdom and in the fact that he made my children and he made them exactly as they are. And we just see over and over again in scripture how God used people despite their flaws, despite their shortcomings, you know, even whenever life was hard or circumstances were hard, that was whenever he would use them and when he would show up in a mighty way. And I think that he desires to do that in each of our lives. And that may look different for each of us. So just because someone isn't parenting a child that is differently abled does not mean that God isn't going to use some other difficult circumstance in their life to show himself mighty. He just chose this circumstance with my children as one of the areas for their lives and for my life. And I think it's amazing that we can show the grace and the gifts that God has given us through these hard circumstances in life. And so whenever people say, you're super mom, to me, I think a, a more accurate thing would be, no, I just have an amazing God who has helped me to be the best mom that I can be right now. In 2 Corinthians twelve nine, it talks about this. It talks about how God's strength is made perfect in weakness. And that has been true on this journey for me. It's God's strength that makes me, quote, perfect. (laughs) Obviously not perfect. But it's helping me to grow. It's God's strength that is being shown. It's not my own. And so I feel like instead of that, I'm the super mom, I'm doing all the things. What if instead I say, I have an amazing God who loves me and who loves my children And who is leading me and guiding me and growing me. And what you see is the fruit of that. And that's really what I think. I think that God gives us more than we can handle so that we rely on him. If we can step away from that, I'm, you know, I'm so different from everyone else mindset. And I have so much to, to handle. And instead we can really rest in the fact that we know God chose our children 
and chose this life for us and he has a plan for us and he that plan is to grow us to be more like Jesus and our beautiful little children get to help us do that and that's so wonderful they are just such gifts so i hope i know this can be you know a, maybe even a little bit of a triggering subject for some people and please understand i'm not trying to minimize the things that you do for your kids I think it's wonderful. I I get it. I do. I'm just encouraging you, if we can change our mindset and the words that we say around these things, I think that can, it can help us so much just with our, our heart and our attitude about different circumstances in life. Because one thing that God has shown me, and I will do a topic or a podcast on this later, but is that our words matter. What we say matters. What we say about our life, you know, like like speaking that I'm super mom doing all the things, those things matter. It affects how we think and show up for our lives. So I don't mean this as a way of minimizing the wonderful, beautiful, hard things you do for your children. That's not it at all. And so I hope you you have understood that with this podcast. And I would love to hear from you. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about the concept that God actually does give us more than we can handle. And, you know, it does a lot of times feel like too much, but it was designed that way so that we would rely on him. So anyways, I hope this was helpful and I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.